Welcome to the Herald Express Talker United Yellow Army podcast, brought to you weekly by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes. We'll be talking about everything that you ever wanted to know about Talker United. Uh, you can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Greetings and welcome to another Talker United Yellow Army podcast, which we're carrying out remotely, Richard, because you're a very busy man this week. Yeah, I've got an... I've just managed to pin you down to a computer. Yeah, I'm on holiday and I've got a, an important OU assignment to get in today, so I thought we'd, rather than scooting over to yours and, and, and taking a bit more time out of my day, I thought we'd do it remotely this morning. It was quite early, guys, isn't it, for us? And uh, and then we'll... Um... It, is, it is for us. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll, uh, we'll I'll be able to get get it done and get on with uh, writing about um, the the pioneers of of, of uh, the settlers, the British settlers of New Zealand. Okay, I, I have absolutely no knowledge at all that I can impart. I can't help you, no. so I'm just going to get the podcast done and leave <laughs> you to that. No, it's a, it's an interesting subject actually. But for me, maybe not for other people. So we find ourselves at a, a very interesting point in the football season, which we'll go into a little bit later on. We had a terrific win at Dover on Saturday, a double header coming up, starting with Barnet at Plainmore uh, coming up this Saturday. I, there's the feeling that Torquay are, are at a bit of a crossroads at the moment. Um, it, it's, things are starting to point in the right direction. And you've had a chat with Gary today. I had no. I had a chat with Gary Tuesday uh, for for the paper. Okay. Uh, as I said, I'm on holiday, so that meant all I did this week was talk to Gary and write the back page and uh, the match report and um, do the back page and then do the podcast for you. Holidays are great, aren't they? I wasn't going anywhere anyway. Holidays are lovely. But no, I spoke to him on Tuesday, and uh, yeah, he was very upbeat. And, and why wouldn't he be after that win, three-one um, win? Um, yeah, no, it, it was good to chat and. Uh, some, some interesting stuff came out of it. Let's have a listen. Let's hear what Gary had to say, and uh, we'll be back, as we like to say on this show, on the other side of Gary Johnson. Are you still celebrating that win, Gary? Um, well, in your head you do, because it was a, a, a good win, and you know, we're on a dry down, me and Downs here, and we've been on our way to the training ground, so it's nice to, when we've seen it back, and we talk about it, um, it's nice because there was a lot more positives than negatives, mm. and uh, it was a, a, a tricky one. Even they're tricky when you're expected to win, um, and we, you know, we came through it well. Yeah, I mean, they, they did put you under pressure at, at times, but you you were expecting that at times, weren't you? Well, there's no no team in this league that at some stage don't have a couple of chances. Yeah, you know, again, whoever you're playing and whatever top or bottom so you just got to deal with that and if you deserve the game after 90 minutes then you've probably won the game you know you've got to be unlucky if you haven't deserved it to lose you know what I mean but um, no, we played well enough and created enough chances where it, it, all through the game it looked like you know we were the ones that were going to end up winning the game some quality goals as well Gary yeah, really, real quality goals. I mean, you know, being honest here, when I say that we, we said to the boys that we need a, 
a quick start. It'd be yep. nice to get a goal early. Because yep. we know that, you know, it's more power to their elbow the longer the game goes on and you haven't scored. And, uh, you know, the skip turns up with a fantastic volley yep. in the first minute or so. And, uh, and from that moment on, you know, it, it, we, we were quite comfortable. You still have to work hard. You still have to create chances. You still have to... But I can't really remember too many saves that uh, um, that Sean had to make. Yeah, I put that in the, in the report. There was, when, right. I, when I said there was pressure, you know, they had they had possession at times, but there was no real moment when you Sean had to do anything too dramatic, was there? Yeah, well, you never ever, I don't think you've ever seen 100% possession from any team in any game. Yeah. <laughs> anywhere in the world. So somebody, sometimes, you, uh, sometimes you're happy with, teams like Dover to have possession yeah. um, and you let them have it have the possession sometimes so that you can break on them yeah. you know what I mean that, that helps you get in behind them because they've come out you know otherwise if you've got I think that was Stockport's not problems they won the game in the end anyway um, but they had you know a million passes mm. um and won the game one nil in the ninety fourth minute yeah. or something, you know. So, um, and, you know, we we thought that if we let them come out a little bit on occasions, then uh, there'll be there'll be room to break them down, and uh, that's exactly what happened. Good stuff. It was good to see Amani and uh, uh, Danny Wright uh, play a part. I mean, you kind of hinted that that would be the case, but it was it was good to see them back from their injuries. Uh, Amani. Oh yeah, yeah, because he yeah he took a little knock. Yeah, he did. Good. Yeah, I mean we weren't. It, it's it, it's always handy to have them in and around the team. That's for sure because they're they're you know two of our more experienced now. I mean, you know, Mar- really grown up over this season. Yeah. Um, because he's got different bits and pieces, but he's had a great season. And of course, you know, when Wright is out there, it gives you that. <clears throat> manliness and that experience that uh, the lads like having around them. Yeah. And Duke McKenna getting his first goal? Took it well? Yeah, he, he gave his first five passes away. So <laughs> we, we had a little scream up at him. And, yeah. Uh, and all of a sudden, he did what he does really well. He, he drifted past somebody and a great little finish in the corner, which, you know, uh, gave us the game. They weren't coming back from, from that. What was that, 91st minute or something again? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that was nice. It was at our supporters' end, and the boys were all able to celebrate with our supporters, and uh, that's always a, a nice thing to do at the end of the game. Absolutely, uh, Barnett will give you different challenges. Um, yeah, yeah, different challenges because he's obviously a different team, yeah. and different players. But you know, by the time that it comes round, myself, Downsy, and Louis Bogachaw, we do all the um, looking at the opposition and working out what tactics to play and um, you know how we're going to cope with their strengths and how we're going to uh, you know utilize their weaknesses um, and and so this is no different you know yeah. they're, they're not going great guns at the minute when we played them there we got beat but it was a new manager he'd just come in he brought in a few new players and you know they was they was up for it being the first game under the the new manager. Yeah. Um, but since then, they've had a couple of good results, but mainly 
Um, any 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 injury problems in the squad? How's Chiori? I noticed he wasn't in the squad on Saturday. Yeah, no, they're, they're all okay. Um, you know, fortunately, uh, as a group, we that was the first time that everybody, had, every person in our squad had declared themselves fit. Right, okay. So, obviously, that meant that three of our pros had to miss out. Which and, is, which, uh, which is annoying, but it's a good good problem to have, if you know what I mean. Well, well it is. It's certainly annoying that the ones that yeah. want to play, but yeah. you, know, you can only pick an 11 and, and a sub, five subs. And, uh, you know, Chiori was unlucky. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to giving Joe Felix, uh, yeah. getting him in the squad. And, and, and I think Keelan's been training really well, Keelan yeah. O'Connell. And uh, so uh, I've got no problems in getting them into the squad. Uh, when I can, yeah. Um, so you know, a manager's—it's an easy decision sometimes when the team's winning. But every now and again, I like to bring somebody in just to freshen it up a little bit, and uh, I'm sure they'll get their opportunity before the end of the season. You haven't had any thoughts about bringing anyone else in? I know you're always looking just in case. Yeah, well, exactly. We're thinking yeah. all the time, so a lot, a lot of our thoughts about doing that. But um, while we're doing that. Um, yeah, while we're playing well, it, it, it's not so much of a rush. Of course, every time you get beat in a game, you, you, you start thinking, you know, let's have a look at what we've seen. And we, yeah. They're better than what we got out there. And uh, at the moment, we're, you know, we've had a great little run. So it's got to be somebody very good to come in and infiltrate our, our group while it's going well. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, internet rumours always persist about... Sinclair and, and coming back and, and, and other players are, you know might be available, but at the moment it's a, you're just looking. Yeah, no, we're just looking. Of course, we'd love to bring in. Often I, I like to do that, bring in people that already we've worked with. Mm. You know, because you haven't got to start again with them. But um, it's, it's, yeah, but Sinclair's been injured anyway, um, right. so that's, right. that's not happening. But we've asked Queens Park Rangers to keep us informed as to you know what they what they want to do with him what's his next his next step right brilliant okay um i think that's it gary well good luck saturday and uh and um thanks thanks for the wins because they keep coming don't they yeah no it's nice it's been a great run the boys have uh you know stood up uh, to the task um we wanted those two points a game i think we're on 2.2 at the moment yeah and uh we, we just got to keep going and Six points off the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, the, the closer we get, the more hope there is. And uh, you got to be ready for when uh, two or three of the teams self-implode for whatever reason, mm -hmm. or you know they, they, have a, they can have a dodgy period, or they've got a run of the top teams playing each other. Um, there's always an opportunity, and uh, hopefully we started this run early enough. Brilliant. Thanks, Gary. Cheers for that. No problem. Bye. Good to hear Gary there then. Obviously buoyant after the win at Dover. 3-1 um, at Dover. Dover made it hard as we knew they would, but Torquay, I mean, Torquay could have won by more in the end. It was a funny game, wasn't it? Because um, we started off really well. 81 seconds when Asa Hall scored with that uh, knee up and volley. What a Yeah, knee up and volley, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Playground stuff, that one, That's wasn't the kind it? Of thing, kind of thing... 
Oh, I was just going to say, the kind of thing you used to do in the playground yeah. and talk about for weeks afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. Let's yeah, so hope he's talking about it for weeks afterwards as well. Two, two and two as well uh, from, from, from our skipper, so that's yeah. good. But it was 81 seconds when we scored that. And then we had, I think, three or four or maybe even five really good chances after that, which uh, the, the, the team couldn't put away. And... Um, and then they hit us, didn't they? Um, and it was one all in the twenty yeah, sixth yeah. minute, I think, if if I remember rightly. And 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 then that kind of changed the balance of the game a bit. And um, Dover had a bit more possession, and uh, mm-hmm. it got through to half time. And then they still had a bit more possession in the second half. But I think, I think Torquay, like Gary said in the interview, we just heard talk that they allowed them to have. It's, there's not a problem with allowing a team like Dover to have possession if they're not going to do anything with it. Now, that's not what implicitly Gary Johnson said, but that's what I read into what he said. Um, yeah. Sean yeah. McDonald had very little to do at the end of the day. Um, so their attacks were um, not few and far between. They tried to push forward. They tried, They were probing, but they weren't getting through. So um, while that was happening, there wasn't so much danger. And then, of course, you know, um, Joe Lewis rises for his... For his for his uh, great header, yeah, a, a tre- tremendous header which he really enjoyed. You could tell yeah. by the, um, the, the the pinnacle pictures afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, and a first goal for um, for the Duke. Yeah, the Duke, which I've, we all, all have to call him now. I think it was uh, Gary that called him yeah. on the, the post match interview. I don't know if other people have been recording uh, calling him that. I'm not sure, but the Duke, the Duke. That'll stick now. Yeah. He is he is henceforth the Duke. Yeah, good to see him get on the score sheet. He's a busy little player, isn't he? I like the look of him. Gary said, um, didn't he, in, in, in the interview, that um, he brought him on for the first 15 minutes. He didn't do anything. He didn't get, get anything right. And then he goes and does that, you know, uh, picks the ball up and uh, solo, solo s- 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 sails into the box and, and puts the ball past the player, yeah, uh, past the goalkeeper. Nice. Good Nicely goal. Done. I mean... The reason I said it at the start of the podcast um, that it feels like talking are at a bit of a crossroads, we, the balance has tipped slightly in the last week. That's the first time this season that the number of victories outnumbers the number of defeats. We've right? won 12 and we've lost 11. Okay. That's and it's the first time this season that our goal difference has been in the positive. Yeah. Um... Uh, we're 42-41 for plus one. Um, I think I think we got up to balanced goal difference a couple of weeks ago, and then it, it, it came yeah. back again. But I think um, I think you say about the cross. I think we've taken the the right turn at the moment. Now yeah. you know it's looking pretty nice down that road at the moment. There's some nice sunshine and some fields and some fluffy bunnies <laughs> bouncing around, and you know the the, fe- the picket the picket fence is all painted white and lovely. Um, you can tell you're on holiday. Yeah. But you can definitely tell But you holiday. know what those roads can lead to if you're not careful. Go on. Well, you know, the, the, could, could start getting slightly overcast and the paint can start coming off the picket fence and there could be potholes and the bunnies could turn into alligators, you know, so <laughs> Well it's like when you when you're driving on the seafront road from Paynton to Torquay and it's all lovely. And you come through Hollicombe and you find a dirty, great road closed sign in front of you, isn't which there, is going to be there I'll for tell you a what, Isn't there the bloody way. closures everywhere at the moment in Torquay and painting and everywhere? But I mean, it, it's or right, let's, let's use another 
clumsy analogy then if we're on a seesaw we've just tipped over and it's it looks a little bit more downhill looks it looks a bit down from here that's yep. clumsy okay. analogies are us today but it's 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 a good feeling he's got gary's got them moving in the right direction and there's a great opportunity this weekend yes. to pick up some points isn't there i mean we've got two home games uh, the doubleheader, it's Barnet on Saturday, it's Boringwood on Tuesday. Two very different propositions that yeah. we'll talk about in a minute. But, I mean, Gary's got to be licking his lips, doesn't he, with the prospect of two home games, two decent crowds. And as you were saying earlier on, after you'd spoken to Gary, a fully fit squad. Yeah, that that um, kind of came out of the fact of asking about Chiori Johnson because he wasn't in the 16. And in my head, if Chiori Johnson wasn't in the 16, then he wasn't fit. So I was just wondering if he was okay. And we haven't seen Keelan O'Connell for a couple of weeks either. It turns out that they, these players are all fit and they just didn't get into the 16. They weren't right for that particular 16, that particular day, I don't think. So we've got Danny Wright coming back, um, coming off the bench to play a part at the end there. Um, and Armani Little overcoming what turned out to be... I mean, Gary couldn't... When I, when I said, you know, Danny Danny came back and Armani came back, Gary was Armani? Oh, yeah, he got a couple of knocks. So he'd even kind of forgotten that that was a problem, um, whether, yeah. whether it was a problem or not, or whether it was a bit of, a, you know, a bit, a bit of red, red herringry, if that's a word, um, before the Dover game, yeah. Um, but for the first time, I think for the first time this season, after Gary said we had a clean bill of health before a game about three weeks ago, and then it turned out that two had to self-isolate and, and, and uh, Tom Lapsley got injured again. Um, this weekend, last weekend, was the first time where he had a full squad to choose from, and that, that's, that's brilliant. I mean, that was great, um, especially with, with, with uh, as we thought would happen, Danny Wright coming back. So, yeah, um, people like Armani Little, sorry, not Armani Little, Chiori Johnson, um, Keelan O'Connell, you know, they're, 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 they're available for picking. And, and, and let's not forget that both of those players have done good things this season and played parts in, yeah. in picking up points, uh, even when we've been maybe struggling a bit more than we should have been. Uh, those two players have played their part at times. So, uh, let's, look, I mean, if you're not in the 16, you're going to be annoyed. I was going to say something else then, but you know what I was going to say. Um, however... I do, I it, do. But it's just... Yeah, it's a squad game, isn't it? Yes, exactly. It's a squad game. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have to you have to take your chances when they come, and some players have, and some players just haven't quite had those chances yet. I mean, I'm thinking uh, poor old Joe Felix has um, well, that's spent the other much one. of his time since he joined the club. That's yeah. the other the other one that was, was fit and wasn't in the squad on Saturday. So there was, you know, so there was 19, 16, 17, 18, 19. I'm doing my maths with my fingers. 19 players who were available. Uh, that are actually at the club and not on loan somewhere else. Um, and yeah. that's, that's probably the most that we've had uh, all season available on a match day. And we're going to need them on the run into um, towards the playoffs. Let's talk about this. Let's say it's the run in towards the playoffs now that we're in the top half. Yeah. Um, and pushing onwards. Well, six points behind the we playoffs. Start against six points behind the playoffs. That's all right, isn't it? I mean, we've been creeping up there. It's it's been slow and steady, hasn't yeah. it? But eleventh place at the moment, a little bit of a gap back to twelfth, a little bit of a gap up to tenth. But we need to start closing that. Yeah, and we can start doing it on Saturday. Barnet, let's talk about Barnet. There are no. Let's talk about Barnet without talking about the Battle of Underhill. Well, yeah, let's try and avoid that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's 
legally legally allowed guy. To be fair, I think you have to mention it. Well, we mentioned it, so yeah, that we're not going to be yeah. prosecuted for it. No, look, we, let, let's get the pessimistic bit out of the way first. This is a classic banana skin coming up on Saturday. Okay, um, as we well, like to say. Barnet beat us earlier on in the season up there at the Hive. Um, although Gary did point did. out that they were fresh with a new manager. Um, yeah. who, you know... Things are slightly different then. The new they? manager bounce and all that. We know how that works. You know, players are keen to show the new manager what they can do, the, the atmosphere shifts at games and stuff. However, since that yeah. day, or since, you know, that first couple of weeks, Dean Brennan's management ship, um, it's not gone quite to plan. And they have dropped right down again. They're 19th. Yeah. They've won one of their last 10 games. They've yep. conceded 22 goals in their last six. Yeah. In the last 10 games, thanks to Talky Talk on Twitter for putting this up just now, because it saved me looking it up. Uh, Talky have uh, picked up 22 points from their last 10 games. Yeah. Barnet have picked up eight. Well, Gary said, didn't he, so, that he's been aiming for an average of two points a game to the end of the season. That yeah. will make sure we're in the playoffs. And he said, I mean, he must... He was. He, I'm sure he knows his stats completely before he reads them on Talkie Talk. But um, uh, you know, he said it was it was currently standing at two point two. So he 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 knew that stat already. Yeah, he said. I mean, Talkie have to win this game on Saturday. We have to go up there on Saturday expecting Talkie to win it. Yeah. Um, and we, we, you know, we, well, we, well, we, the funny thing is, we're going to stick on X. Well, the funny thing is, guy, and I don't want to sound pessimistic, but we don't have to win it because of the position we're in now. Um, winning it yeah. would, would, would be the preferable option. And I'm not saying for a minute that Gary would not be extraordinarily annoyed or extraordinarily angry if we lost it. But the position we're in at the moment, we seem to turn it around so well that we could probably afford to lose a couple yet. But a, a, a morale-boosting, yeah. decent win... We're, but we're going to win it, so... We're going to win it, so disregard yeah. what I just said. <laughs> I love your optimism. You'll be off down to your turf accountant with um, with a 10-shilling note in your hand any moment. Yeah. I was, I, was, I was trying to portmanteau optimism and pessimism, but you, it's really difficult to do because of the ism at the end of both of them. I am optimistic. No, it you is. can't do it, can you? Oh, well. I'm balanced. You're seeing both sides in this yeah. one. I, I, I think we'll win anyway. I mean, let's face it. Um, they're on such a bad run and we're on such a good run. If it doesn't happen, then uh, it'll be an odd one. Ball and Wood would be, tro- be tougher, won't they? Well, Tuesday night, I mean, another t- terrific. And two great games for goals fans here in yeah. the space of three or four days. Uh, Ball and Wood are third at the moment. They're only six points off the top of the table. They're yeah. the team that's surprised everybody. Everybody was expecting... Stockport, Halifax, Chesterfield, Notts County and Yawn, Wrexham, um, you know, to dominate the league. Yeah. But Bromley and Borehamwood have come slightly out of left field this season, haven't they? I mean, Luke Garrard is doing a great job at Borehamwood. <coughs> They're obviously into the fifth round of the FA Cup. They go to Everton on March the 3rd. Well, let's hope their minds on soon. that a bit. Okay. They never are, though, are no. they? They never do. You know well, what? I, a, a, I'm not. I'm not completely surprised they are where they are because they've had a couple. They've had some good seasons in recent years. They had a couple of blips in there yeah. as well. But I, you know, uh, they've looked strong from the outset, haven't they, this season? 
They've got a, cl- a clutch of ex-girls in there. They've obviously got Tyrone Marsh, who is, yeah. is, is having the season of his life for them at the moment, by yeah. the look of it. Scott Bowden, who yeah. we know is a good finisher. You know, There's that kind of thing about Scott Bowden, isn't there? He doesn't look involved in games. He drifts no. around on the edge of games and then he comes up with vital goals. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you, know, you know what you get from Scott Bowden. And, of course, Josh Reese, who was a player that you know yeah. a lot of goals fans thought we were... Um, what we were closing in on in the close season. Yeah. We went to Boreham Wood instead. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Uh, they're a good side. They will, but that will be of the two games. I mean, Barnet is a game which will be predicted to be one sided. Yeah. I've been very careful here. Yeah. But Tuesday night should be a proper toe to toe scrap, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be a tough game for us. It's, it will be. I mean, Gary was saying before the Wrexham game, let's not forget we beat Wrexham and they they, they would probably consider themselves in the same kind of form as uh, as mm. Boreham Wood at the moment, um, that it would be a real test of where the team is at the moment. Well, this will be another one. Yeah, yeah. I think certainly at Playmore, I think we could beat any team in that league at the moment. Okay. Um, I don't think there's any uh, anything... But it, it's what happens on the night, isn't it? It's, it's what Team Gary is able to put out. It's what players get through the Barnet game unscathed. These are two big games, big, big games, these two. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we talked about being at a crossroads of the season. This particular doubleheader, I think, is absolutely crucial. Yeah, absolutely. It could be the point where the dark clouds are just, just drifting into the horizon. You're off on a flight of fancy again, I aren't I, you? I, 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 I've got, like, the Wizard of Oz in my head. No. I'm loving this holiday spirit, Rich. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I, I've got a, I've got a day of work ahead of me. You, you've got a day of well, OU. No, you've got, yeah, you, yeah. you could be working. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. I mean, there are two games, great games coming up. Try and get to both of them. Good turnouts um, from the Yellow Army would be uh, would be great for both of these games. Uh, good result for the women's team. I need to mention at this point. We yeah. talked up their game. Last Sunday, they were at home to Royal Wharton Bassett down at Stoke Gabriel on a filthy afternoon. Yeah. Um, it was blowing a gale, it was pouring with rain, and Torquay United women won 5-0 to go to the top of the table. Now tell me, because, I, because I've been on holiday and I only, did the, I only wrote the Torquay United stuff and sent it to the person who was doing our pages, did Esme score? I'm not sure oh. if Esme scored. Okay, we'll have to. We'll no, have I didn't to... do my research on that. I scribbled down on Sunday. I scribbled down five nil to go top of the table, and I haven't uh-huh. looked since. Okay, I, I but, think Matt um, sent, they... sent Andrews doing the talk, the talkie pages uh, a match report, so maybe it made it its way into the paper. I haven't looked, but um, let's hope that Esme but... kept her goal in every game run going. They're a seriously good side, this Torquay United. No, I, mean, this, side. I mean, obviously, Grant and Matt have, have seriously turned things around because they were they were almost in the doldrums at one point last season or the season before. Yeah. Or whenever, you know, before COVID. Great stuff. I watched that Robbie Savage documentary the other night, by the way, that we were talking about the other day. The Macclesfield one. I recommend one. it very highly. Is it the Macclesfield one? The, uh, the Macclesfield. Yeah, the Macclesfield doc is very, very good. It's yeah. it's almost the um, the antithesis of the uh, the Hollywood documentary, if you like. Maybe uh, maybe I should it's, watch it because of that. Yeah, it, it's very good. It's very grassroots. There are some some terrific characters at that Macclesfield club, and the film has a chat with them, and and um, it's very, very good. good you'll, okay. you'll come out of it wishing them well. I won't 
put any spoilers in there, but you'll come out of it wishing Macclesfield every success. Okay, I'll tell you word for it. <laughs> it's, it's a good one. What else have I spotted on social media this week? It's uh, It was on February the 13th, 1980, that Justin Fashionu scored that goal against Liverpool. Wow, okay. Yeah, that, I that... Sh- shared a clip of that. On the on the Yellow Army Facebook page, I mean, and uh, anyone of a certain anyone of a certain age will remember that that goal from countless match of the day repeats, won't they? Fantastic, Greg Downs, another Norwich player who, of course, played for Chalk. He was involved in the build-up. Was he? Just, I realise that. It, I mean, it's it's a finish. I'm not over-egging it. It's a finish almost as good as Asa Hall's at Dover oh, on Saturday. Almost, yeah, but not quite. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> But it's the but, spin, but, it's the volley, but, but talking it's the, about it's the Sorry, but talking about playground yeah. goals, of course, I was nine when that goal went in. Were you? So, did you say 1980? 1980? Yeah, so I would have been, re- I would have been recreating that on the, the uh, playing fields of Queen, uh, Queensway Primary School. I bet you were as well. I bet I you bet sure was, the yeah. No, I'm, I'm sure that's the first thing all, all kids were doing the next day. Was trying to recreate that goal. I bet you're still trying as well, aren't you? Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll be trying until the day I die, really, let's face it. I'm never going to pull that one off. But it's it's reminded a lot of people of, um, of when Fash played uh, at Plainmore, uh, scored a winning goal against Exeter, which obviously elevates him into the pantheon of Plainmore greats. Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. any, anybody who does that. But, um, you know, it, I really, again, we talk about this, you know, interesting, lively period in Torquay history. Not necessarily mm. terribly successful. No, not successful at all, really. A moment back then. No, it was interesting times. Um, and also, obviously, uh, we remembered an awful end to the Justin Fashion News story as well. Terrible end to the story. Let, uh, uh, there's a DPD van just dr- pulling in... It's all right, he's going under the archway. It's fine, it's fine. I thought we were going to have dog mania for a second as a DPD van. Other stuff that... Oh, thanks to Julian for pointing out uh, Byron Moore, of course, now signed for Telford. Has he? In National League North. Uh, he's going to that. play for Telford. A uh, little bit closer to home for him. Yeah. He's, um, he's teamed up with Andre Wright, who's also Ooh. at Telford. Well, uh, and we another play, another player that came with a massive pedigree and everyone thought he was going to be a superstar and then failed to deliver. Wasn't quite, wasn't quite there. He, he was from West Brom, wasn't he? Yeah. But he's a Telford yeah. now. Uh, they both played in a local derby against Kidderminster in front of two and a half thousand wow. people. The Telford against Kidderminster. Wow. Kidderminster obviously are on a bit of a roll at the moment after yeah. their cup exploits. But that's decent. Yeah, also very pleased to see Billy Key um turning out in the Southern Premier League Central Division. Wow. For Coville Town against Peterborough Sports. So Billy Key is still playing. Um we like Billy Key at playing more. It was just just a shame that uh, he didn't stay for a little bit longer, I thought. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Peterborough Sports, by the way, were playing in uh, Buckland's level or even below Buckland's level when I was up in Cambridge 10 years ago their rise has been quite dramatic yeah. good stuff 
And before we go today, and uh, apologies for appearing remotely again, because it makes us talk over each other and it makes things a bit disjointed. Yeah. But next week we'll try and uh, we'll try and actually meet up in person. Um, but we've lost a couple of big characters from local football this week. Two um, two bricks and lads. Um, a lot of tributes have been paid on social media to Martin Braley and to Jack Barnsley. Martin Braley is a great, distinguished player, played for the Villa, played for Town. Uh, and Jack Barnsley, who managed Brixham United, actually kept me in the first-team squad for far longer than I deserved. Mm-hmm. So um, I uh, enjoyed working with Jack a lot. But two big characters. Local football relies on people like that and can yeah. ill afford to be without them. Absolutely, and so, there were different um, times just, as well, weren't they? It was, it was those times when, uh, you know, when if you if you were in the squad, you were in the back back of the Herald Express, where all the squads were announced on the Thursday, weren't they, or Friday or whatever it was? I mean, nowadays, you know, the social media is the way that all that all happens, and and texts and everything. But yeah, it's interesting. It uh, the, the 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 people of that era are slowly leaving us, and they're sadly missed. They are, but um, yeah, two big, big figures in, in Brixham sports, so uh, they, they will be missed. I think that probably brings us to the end of the agenda this week, Richard. Yeah, and, and I'm, I can now go and write about um, <laughs> the, 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 the first settlers, settlers in New Zealand. First, first British settlers in New Zealand, yeah. Will, will there be any cricket in it? Um, I haven't come across any references of cricket yet, Guy, but we are actually literally talking about the first three or four ships that went from Britain to New Zealand to, 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 to settle it. Okay. So um, I, don't think, I don't think cricket was on their mind when they were trying to build houses and, uh, and uh, towns, etc. No, I, I, I was being flippant and facetious. No, no, I, no I completely agree. No, no, I, I knew you were, but uh, it's, it's an, an interesting <laughs> thought that I've not actually, it's, it's not come up at all. So I, went, I wonder when it first is played. I mean, that, that, that's actually an interesting yeah. thought when, when the first, uh, I might have to go and look at that up now. There you go. You see, I've given you a new yeah. strands to explore. Yeah. Report back next week. Folks, it's been great to have your company on the Yellow Army podcast. We will see you at Playmore on Saturday for a 3 o'clock kickoff against Barnet. We'll see you again on Tuesday night for a 7.45 against Boreham Wood. I'm really excited about this doubleheader. I yeah. think after Tuesday, we'll know a lot more about where this season is going. We'll know what that road looks like. We <laughs> will indeed. Yes. At the end of the seesaw we're on. Yeah. And we'll try and come up with something a little bit more concise next oh, week. No, I think the road's good. I like the road. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with my road. <laughs> We'll stick with the road. Yeah, the, 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 road to, the, the Yellow the road Army Road. Follow, follow, follow. There you go, the road to somewhere. Thanks for your time. And as ever, we finish the podcast with Come, Come on, on, you, on yellows. you Yellows. <laughs>